Okay, everybody. I have something really cool to tell you about. If you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain here. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place. Now, the way that you can do this is you got to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. And then you can get started. It's really fun. We just switched over recently here at All Too Real 2, and I'm enjoying it so far. So be sure to check it out and uh, let us know what you think. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me via Zoom is... Zoom, zoom. (laughs) Is uh, the Matthew Mandalorian hostility... Zone. That's an interesting name. It is. Is that German? Uh, part of it is. Okay. The hostility part? Well, the Haas part is German, and the tility is for, like, utility, so, hmm. you know. Um, I was also wondering if it was maybe, you know, like, um... <clears throat> A name that they use in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. Oh, Mandalorian part is, uh, yeah. You know, oh, okay. Haas, you know, Haas actually means in, in German or Bavarian. I'm not sure which um, dialect. Um, it means uh, rabbit, um, a hare, basically. So Haas basically means, you know, hare. Like in English, H H A R E, not, not H A ir so but hairs have hair yeah well they do yeah well it's called fur but um well, fur, yeah so anyway that's what that's what my last name means is, is basically well my hair is not a rabbit necessarily isn't it? it's a little bit bigger than a rabbit but um maybe <clears throat> okay I don't know, whatever so yeah i mean i don't know why maybe it's because you know, maybe, maybe my family's name was known as being promiscuous. So they just, you know, like they say, you know, they mated like rabbits. So maybe that was why 
we were called Haas, or maybe it's because we had like a rabbit little little rabbit farm, maybe where we had rabbits and stuff like that. I don't know. And welcome to all two woodland creatures. And um, <laughs> no, um, so okay, uh, today on the episode we are actually covering, which you probably know if you read the uh, description, um, the. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, direct-to-video movie Adam's Family Reunion, which is sort oh, of yeah. sort of a sequel to the uh, movies The Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values, but it um, was kind of a soft reboot as well. Um, <clears throat> it was produced by a different company. Had like two actors from the other movies actually appear in it. Um. <clears throat> The actor who played Lurch and the actor who played uh, Thing. The Hand. Well, I thought Lurch was played by Christopher Lloyd in the... No, um... no, no, that that was that was Uncle Fester. Oh, sorry, Fester, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Lurch is the big tall dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, okay. <clears throat> yes. So, um, this movie came out direct to video in 1998 also appeared on the family channel <laughs> um really <laughs> yes it was produced by saban entertainment the uh creators of uh the mighty morphin power rangers among other things and um it was directed by dave payne who has directed stuff stuff like Fred the show um oh wait no he's a yeah, he's a director of that yeah sorry um showgirl murders criminal hearts <laughs> alien terminator Whoa. Um, Reeker. <laughs> the TV show Super Ninjas. Mm. And I was not saying that in a weird way. It's actually Super Ninjas. S-U-P-A-H. Super Ninjas. I'm not sure what that was. And uh, the TV series The Archers. Not Archer. But the archers. Just making sure that that's clear. Our, our, yeah, the archers. Yes, and um, so we uh, the film was also it was produced by Mike Elliott, who uh, directed um. American Pie Girls Rules. Mm, interesting. Yes. <laughs> we just reviewed that last last week or whatever. Yes, a couple of weeks ago or so. Yes, um, or whenever this airs. Yeah. Sometime in the past. <clears throat> yeah, like October or something, so. Yeah. So, um... Yes, the, the it was written by Rob Rob Kirshner and Scott Sandin. Um 
Anyways, um, the movie stars an all-star cast that includes Daryl Hannah as Morticia, mm-hmm. Tim Curry as Gomez. Yeah. Um, we also have Alice Ghostly as Granny. Estelle Harris as Grandma Adams. You may know her as Mrs. Potato Head in the Toy Story movies. Um, and, and as uh, George's mom on Seinfeld. Um, Grandpa Adams was played by character actor Kevin McCarthy, who's been in a million things. Um, we have award-winning actor Ray Walston as Walter Adams with one D. Um, Philip Adams was played by Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Actually, not a bad cast. Yeah. A surprising <laughs> amount of, like, well-established actors, you know, for this movie. Yes. Because, you know, this was during a time <clears throat> where Tim Curry was kind of making a comeback. I mean, he never really stopped acting, but I mean, like, there was a period in the 90s where Tim Curry was in, like, almost every movie you could see. Like, Congo, like, I mean, it was like... Yeah. You know, like, he was in, like, so many movies in, like, the mid-90s, like, for, like, 95 to, like, 98. Like, so, you know, it must have cost him a pretty penny to cast him. And he had Daryl Hannah, of course, you know, from Splash fame and, you know, a bunch of other movies I can't think of right now. But she was a big star in the 80s. And, and then she became um, bigger when she appeared in the Kill Bill movies, like, shortly after this. That's right, yeah, out. she was in Kill Bill. She was the one with the eye patch. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I forgot her name um, in that her, Me too. Her, I haven't seen Cobra. that movie in years. So, Cobra. I think it was Cobra, something like that. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> no, it was Black Mamba. I think it's whatever. Um, and you know, yeah, you know Ed Begley Jr. I mean, he's obviously from like the Mighty Wind fame and all the Christopher Guest films from like the you know '90s, like Waiting for Guffman. I'm not sure was he in Waiting for Guffman or not. Yes, he was. Okay. Um, and then he was in uh, Best in Show, I think, and. Um, and he was known primarily before that for being in uh, Saint Elsewhere years ago, right? The TV series, and he also um, is the son of Ed Begley Senior, who is a famous character actor. So, oh, okay, yeah. And also, he plays Mister Futterman in Future Man, season yeah. one. Now he's in seasons two or three at all, but and he's <laughs> also in Arrested Development. Oh yeah, it's right. <laughs> That's sit well. Anyways, um, yeah, so, yeah, so a good cast here. Yeah. And, um, so what happens in this movie here, Matt? Oh boy. Where to begin? Um, well, it starts off with a excruciating is that how you say that word excruciatingly long scene that goes on for about five minutes of a mail carrier trying to put the mail in their mailbox and the scene just goes i mean it's the first five minutes of the movie i mean most most movies you know first five minutes you start to get into the plot nope just the mail carrier trying to get the mail in there and having to go through all the contraptions that the family set 
I, I freaking thought they murdered him, at, at, to be honest. I'm like, oh, my God, this movie just literally started out with a murder. They just killed the ma- mail carrier. I was like, I don't remember the Anne's family being evil. Like, I remember them just being dark and macabre and stuff like that, but I didn't know they killed people. I mean, so I, I, like, when I saw that, I thought that, you know, Donald Trump was behind it. Right. Because he doesn't wow. like the mail. Anyways, I'm... <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, yeah, this mail carry, he finally, you know, he gives him the mail, and then, like, this, like, plant with, like, tentacles drags him off, and that's, I thought, presumably, they killed him. And, um, and then that's, like, it starts off with, you know, Gomez is, like, going through the mail, and he's like, oh, this is trash, this is junk mail, blah, blah, blah. And then he gets, like, a a package that's supposed to be, like, a book of genealogy of, like, the entire Adams family going back, like, 300 like 500 years or something like that and then so he's like really excited about like learning more about you know the family history and stuff because like he was saying like again i don't remember maybe i don't remember the first two movies that much but like he was like saying weird things about like how like his family is like superior to other people i mean i just don't remember that kind of like weird arrogant attitude but whatever um like like i said this is kind of a Kind of a soft reboot too, okay. so it might be you know like it's it's a new take on the characters, so it's kind of like it's, like it's not directly <laughs> yeah, a sequel way, per se, written uh, by different people and everything. So okay, yeah, because the way I took the Adams family before was like the whole the whole theme of the show was like, oh, this family's like kind of weird and stuff, but then like it was kind of like meant to like be accepting of like, well, you know that family's weird, but they're kind of. But this movie, it's like, no, we're the superior ones to them. I'm like, eh, that's kind of weird. But anyway, so he gets the idea to like, I think Fester's the one that gives him the idea of like, why don't you actually like, uh, oh yeah, because they got another letter in the mail that was like offering a service, like a genealogy service from some company, and like they only wanted five thousand dollars in 1998 money. Um, or 97 when the movie was actually probably directed, but um, or filmed. <clears throat> so he put he writes a check of five thousand dollars. I'm not sure where they get their money from, but he writes a check of five thousand dollars and sends it in. And then, um, this uh company's like just really completely swamped and stuff like that. Like, they they cut they sh- cut to some scene where it's like you know, supposed to be comedic, they got all these papers and the guy keeps like scouring the same paper over and over again. Like he's trying to find something and it's like really weird because it's like, okay, dude, I already saw you look at that exact location. Like if you're going to try to act like you're looking for something, like you actually have to like do other things. You can't just be like, Oh, I'm going to keep looking at, okay, no, you're stupid. (laughs) Um, So they did, they did that like obligatory bedlam scene. By the way, there's lots of bedlam um, scenes in this entire movie, which is kind of a little bit overkill, but maybe we'll get to that later. But anyway, so he sends him the money, then they, they send the invitation back to a, a family reunion called the Adams Family. Oh, okay, nothing could go wrong here. So Lurch is driving the car. Well, no, no, sorry, I, I, I skipped ahead. So, like, um, Gomez's parents come to visit the, the mansion or whatever, and they're like acting quote normal like like the dad's like did you did you see the score of or did you find out the score of the baseball game or whatever it was and they're all like at the table like like what like that's you know just like shocked look on their face and then they keep like acting more and more normal 
So like Gomez like found like a book of like ancient um, ailments and, and remedies I don't know, or something like that. And there was a disease called Alzheimer's or something like that. Um, Walzheimer's. Wal- well, yeah, sorry. Wal- I don't get it, but is it I don't, I don't Wal- either. Okay. I was well, actually, what that actually, uh, <clears throat> Walter Adams is the name of the grandfather so i don't know oh, or no no wait no that that's no walter adams is the name of so i guess it has nothing to do with it that's actually the name of uh of the 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 the, the ray walston character never mind so okay <laughs> well no problem so anyway they're like acting normal and stuff and like like just like a regular old couple like in retirement or whatever and then so he's he's thinking like that's actually like a deterioration you know, their minds and mental states because they're not, like, talking about weird stuff like, you know, like Morticia then, like, oh, I can't wait till we grow old together and have, like, incurable halitosis and, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, like, you know, like, rise on our deathbeds, you know, and just stupid, you know, like, macabre stuff that they do, you know. But the grandparents are, you know, they're not talking like that anymore. They're doing normal stuff, and that's supposed to be, like, the disease. So, like, he's, like, in Gomez's words, they want to find a, quote, witch doctor to, like, cure. <sighs> this movie's hard to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but it's the Citizen Kane of Adam's Family Reunion movies. Yeah. Well, it's the only Adam's family reunion movie, so uh, <laughs> so yeah, yep, it is. And then we, what else happens? Lurch takes them. I think, I think we get the first hint, hint of what's going to happen in the car because Gomez makes a remark about how they misspelled their name, Adams, with just one D. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what's going to happen? to Family reunion, you know? And I bet you hilarity ensues, right? Oh, I'm sure of it. <laughs> Let me get. They go to the family reunion. It turns out that it's it's a mix up, and there's the wrong family. So we got like a weird, like um, what's that movie called? Like parent when the parent trap that was on purpose, but um, yeah, whatever. Some movie like that where they just a mix up, and then also the other Adams family they get sent to the address to go to the, like the manor or mansion or whatever somehow, you know. <laughs> so then. Grandma Adams is like tormenting them the whole time because like they it was like raining and they got their car stuck or whatever. Yeah, gra- and, uh, Granny. Yeah, because Grandma Adams and Granny are two different characters. Oh, sorry, Grandma. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Just got to get this right, you know. Yeah, you got to get this right because because the Adams family purists are going to be upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You could take it from there and say, you know, talk about more because okay, it's bad to talk about. (laughs) So, so basically, they get there and um, um, like you said, Philip's brother, Philip is the character played by uh, is is um, they they go to this thing, they meet uh, they meet Doctor Phillips Adam Philip Adams, who is played by Ed Begley Jr. Um, Mm -hmm. he he has this plan to poison his father. Walter Adams, played by Ray Walston. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then, like, rewrite the will. So, you know, he gets more money and shit like that. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, Gomez is mainly there because he, he finds out that, you know, Dr. Adams is there and he's like thinking, oh, we, we've got a we've got a psychiatrist in the family. So maybe he can cure Grandma and Grandpa Adams from their Alzheimer's. Um, OK, like you said, Philip's brother and his wife end up at the uh, Adams family house. And uh, they uh, they they have like you know a lot of crazy crap with Granny and cousin It who are staying there. <laughs> um, okay, while while at the at the family reunion, okay, Pugsley, the the son of the Adams family, sees this girl who's a young by a young uh, girl with glasses who uh named Gina Adams actually played by uh um Haley Duff the uh Hillary Duff's older sister oh <coughs> which is just random um <laughs> anyways um so he f- basically falls in love with her at first sight and i just want to point this out they think they're at a family reunion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> he falls I, in love with his cousin. I observed that, too. Because at this point, they didn't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, it, it could have just been also like... Like, you meet someone from your family for the first time that, you know, that you could actually relate to. So it could have been, you know, something like that, too, you know, like. Yeah, but the way they play it off in the movie is like he's, you know, it's it's the whole yeah. it's the whole puppy <laughs> puppy love at first sight sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Um, anyways. <sighs> that that's just still weird to me. OK. um. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Wednesday Adams, the daughter of the family, you know, um, she, uh, starts to antagonize these two snobby cousins that they're kind of forced to play with, who are the children of, the children of uh, Ed Begley Jr.'s character. Um, Lurch, uh, saves their mother, or not their mother, actually, Gina's mother, the sister of, uh, the sister of, uh, Philip. Um, from drowning in a swimming pool. He basically falls in love with her. <laughs> I don't think Lurch is an Adam. So I think no. it's okay for him to fall in love with her. He's not an Adam? I, I don't understand. He's he's basically their butler. Oh, okay. So I don't think he's actually related to them. Oh, um, I see. Yeah, I don't know, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about the Adams family lore to know <clears throat> if uh lurch <clears throat> is an atom um yeah um or an atoms <laughs> the um so we we find out that uh walter adams that's ray walston's character and the like patriarch of the family he hates his son and most of the family <laughs> And uh, throughout the thing, he, like, basically ends up really loving uh, Gomez and the clan. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, 
Gomez is still hoping that Philip will help them. <clears throat> and uh, they 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 agree to a bet of some sort. He, <laughs> he bets Gomez in a game. Um, he will earn a thousand dollars. If Gomez wins, Philip will offer his services to him. Philip is uh, overconfident as he is a champion in many games, but Gomez easily <laughs> defeats him, and it's a game of uh, um. In, in, in a successive challenges of games of darts, table tennis, and regular <laughs> tennis. <clears throat> it was actually $10,000. Um, <clears throat> oh, th- thousands of dollars. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm I kind of reading an, uh, uh, a... Uh, oh, okay. Um, reading through a synopsis of the movie because I watched this, like, two weeks ago and um <laughs> i watched it last night so it's like totally fresh in yeah my mind, unfortunately because <laughs> um, the dark scene was ridiculous of course it was the whole sped up late 90s you know effect that these movies would have you know oh you mean these weren't top-notch special effects no, no. all these movies in the like the i'd say from like starting from like 94 95 well into like late 98 they always have like these this stupid upbeat orchestral music that's like all like jumpy and like supposed to be playful but it's usually just shitty music i hate it but whatever and then like the person spins around really fast but you can tell that they actually just sped the scene up and then he's throwing darts with the blindfold on and he's not enough that he threw every single dart at the bullseye then he started throwing knives at the thing that he threw another knife to hit the handle of the previous knife that got the bullseye just to prove how good he is. Uh. Do you want to take a break, Matt? Sure. Yeah, let's take a break. Um, kind of compose ourselves. And we'll talk more about this uh, amazing film right after this. Yeah. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. And we're back. Back, back. Guess who's back? Shady's back. Shady's back. Shady's back. Yeah. Back again. Tell a friend. <clears throat> okay. Friend, she's back, I guess. 
Okay, good. All right, so I just had to wait for you to tell a friend. <laughs> Anyways, um, so <laughs> back to the Adams Family Reunion, the greatest movie ever made called Adams Family Reunion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No other film called Adams Family Reunion, you know, can hold a candle to this movie called Adams Family Reunion. Yes. So. Not even Thing could hold a candle. Mm-mm. In his hand, which is his body. Yeah. Is Thing an Adams? Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I don't really know much of the lore. Or is he just of a, this, just a so. thing? Because it's <clears throat> he might just be an experiment that Fester, because Fester was always doing experiments yes. all the time. Which, 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 which brings us to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a dog in this movie. <laughs> Um, Fester was doing an experiment on a dog as a gift to Pugsley. Um, the dog eats hair, hum- human hair. Yeah. And, uh, for some reason, and he turns into a monster in the greatest CGI. <laughs> I have ever seen in a movie <laughs> called The Adams Family Reunion. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It is on par <laughs> with the CGI in Avengers Endgame. If <laughs> it was in a movie called The Adams Family Reunion. <laughs> Can you imagine how Avengers Endgame or even Affinity War would look with the graphics of this movie? Just imagine like Thanos looking like... <laughs> God, it's like purple paint just like dripping off like Rudy Giuliani's hair just like <laughs> dripping down his cheeks. <laughs> I am inevitable. Just start sweating paint. I am. In, 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 in. It would do. Ah, like, in my eyes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the um, yeah, and the whole scene would take place in front of a landscaping company. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be the uh, the, the 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 end game landscaping. Anyways, back to the Adams Family reunion. Um, so, uh, so yeah, there, there's a... Okay, so... All right. Okay, there, there's a... Okay. Fester and Thing are trying to catch this dog as well. The dog's name is Butcher. And again, I'm going to repeat that it feeds on human hair. <clears throat> For some reason. Yes. <clears throat> Don't know why, but it does. And like the dog's actually like really cute in like its regular form, like a small uh-huh. type. I forgot. I don't know what kind of breed, but it's like a small dog. Yeah. It's like a lap dog. And, um, okay, um, anyways, like I said, you know, Philip is humiliated by the, uh, 
games that they play. Um, <clears throat> anyways, instead of offering his services as they previously agreed to, Philip attacks Gomez in public. They have a <laughs> they have a knife fight, which of course Gomez eventually wins after doing like I don't know five thousand backflips at some point. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. Not not just this scene, like all the other scenes, he's doing backflips like throughout the whole movie. <laughs> it's yeah. And something tells me it wasn't Tim Curry doing those backflips. I it's it's possible, but it's very doubtful. Plus the speed they're doing the whole speed up thing. I swear to God, if 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 I had like the patience, which I don't, <clears throat> but if I did I could just download. By the way, this movie was so bad that it was on free for YouTube on YouTube. Yeah, this but movie. Not, this movie has never been released on DVD. Right, but this this movie was free on YouTube. I need to clarify: YouTube itself did not upload upload this movie. It was a user on YouTube uploaded it, and YouTube didn't even see fit to like delete it for copyright infringement. It's like okay. Well, well, I mean, the thing is, is I I don't think Saban Entertainment cares. So they've never oh, okay. they've never complained about it being up there. So, okay, and it's a VHS copy too that was uploaded. Yeah, so. because because like I said, it's never been released on DVD or Blu-ray, and um, <laughs> I'm waiting for that Blu-ray special edition of it myself. With <laughs> yeah, um, commentary and everything. Yes, a documentary about how the film was made. You know, uh, it, it it'd be great. You know, the, the the whole commentary just by thing who doesn't talk. Anyways, um. I, Thing and cousin it do the audio commentary. <laughs> yeah, but if I had the patience to, because I got sidetracked a little bit. If I had the patience and just cut out, cut the scenes, or just only use the scenes of him doing backflips, it would probably be like six minutes of the movie of just doing backflips. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to release a movie just called Backflips the Movie. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah, it's just people doing like- backflips. <laughs> it's like a, it's like an Andy Warhol type experiment. Yeah, like you know when he released a, he released a movie one time that was just like hours and hours of a building. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. And then there was another one. I can't. I think it was called Bottoms. And all it was was people's butts. Okay. Wow. So backflips will be the sequel to Bottoms. Anyways, um, <laughs> there may or may not be like, you know, naked people doing backflips, clothed people, um, people that can't yeah. do backflips trying to do backflips. <laughs> yeah. Like me. I can't do a backflip. Um, I think most people can't, but. <laughs> yeah. Gomez can. Yeah, no, Gomez just Gomez could do anything. I mean, he's a master at playing darts, table tennis, real tennis, backflips. Well, that's um, that's because the Adams family is superior to every other family. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. And maybe maybe he was right. You know that they just they just are. You know, Hitler was wrong. The master race is actually the Adams family. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to emphasize wow. the fact that Hitler was wrong anyways. I mean, yeah, I just don't yeah, want people exactly. thinking that I thought he was right. Okay, anyways. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> well, nowadays, nowadays, you have to clarify that. Because, yeah, I'm yeah, just making Nazi, sure. Yeah. I don't I don't want yeah. that taken out of context. Um, yeah. but, you know, the Nazis are back, so you know. Yeah. 
Guess who's <laughs> back? The Nazis are yeah. back. Oh, anyways, um, the uh, <laughs> so uh, anyways, um, so there's a knife fight with the backflips. <laughs> Gomez and um, Morticia get arrested for attempted murder. Then, um, right? He had, Philip attacked Gomez, though. Yeah. <clears throat> But then, for some odd reason, Pugsley and Wednesday are arrested for digging open the grave of the resort's founders. <laughs> uh, no, wait, yeah, but they also buried Lurch there, too, didn't they? Yeah. Because he was sleepwalking and they wanted him to go back to sleep or something? Yeah. Like... So. Wow. God. So, anyways, then um, Fester, Uncle Fester, is uh, declared insane and becomes a mental patient, who's, of course, put in the care of uh, Dr. Adams, for some reason. And then uh, Butcher and Thing are captured by... A sadistic dog catcher. And uh, at the time, Lurch has... Yeah, and Lurch has been buried alive by Wednesday and is unable to escape. Um, I want to emphasize the fact... I want to, I, I mean, point out the fact that the dog catcher is played by Clint Howard. That's right. <clears throat> yes. Um... If you're listening to this, Clint Howard, I would love to have you on our show because I really want to talk to you, and I'm being all <laughs> serious about that because he's actually one of my favorite character actors. Anyways, um, the uh, <clears throat> so after this happens, the kids Pugsley and Wednesday they're taken and taken by child services and placed in foster care somehow. With Philip's wife. Because there's yeah. no other family in the world. <laughs> besides the ones that are in this movie. <laughs> True. Well, they always go for family first, and then they thought that they were yeah. family. By the way, Philip's, Philip's wife is, like, weird. Like, she makes this comment, like, three or four times throughout the whole movie. <clears throat> I want these kids to have a better childhood than the one I had. Like, that's kind of interesting right there. Like, there should have been some, like, new... I mean, the fact that her husband's a psychiatrist... That's what I was going to say, and she's married to a psychiatrist. Yeah, that's kind of... So, <laughs> maybe that's why she married one, is because she wanted to, like, sort out her terrible childhood, I guess, or whatever, because she's like, you better play with each other and have fun, because I I couldn't do that as a child. I'm like, eee, okay, that's sad, like... And she gets free, and, um, free therapy that way. Um, I guess so. Yeah, and also too, I gotta make a point about the bedlam though going on during a knife fight. Yeah. So also every '90s movie <clears throat> that was like this that had a bedlam scene in it, which pretty much every movie of that genre had a scene like that, usually in like a mess hall or like a a restaurant or whatever, anywhere where the people are dining with tables, and there's always there's always a scene during that. Or there's always a part during that scene where a person is running around and they look directly into the camera and they say, call the police. And it's like, 
who are you talking to? Like, are you acknowledging that you're in a movie? Like, is this self-consciousness as a character that you're actually a character in the movie? Because who are you addressing that to? I always hated that. But it, it reminds me. Them? It reminds me of that scene in um in Back to the Future Two, which I love. But that scene mm-hmm. where uh, the guy kind of turns to the camera and he says, "I think he's. St- I think. I think he stole his wallet." Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> But it's that's like a much better movie. The camera before. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. of course. <laughs> well, it, it, it's it's kind of the it, is better. It's kind of the uh, it's kind of the whole like um, breaking the fourth wall thing, but not really mm-hmm. breaking the fourth wall. Like it's not like in Ferris Bueller or Saved by the Bell where you actually the character actually is breaking the fourth wall and doing that on purpose. This is kind of like somebody just looked at the camera for some reason. Yeah. <clears throat> so she does that, and then she says, call the fire department. The second time she runs into the middle and looks at the camera. Whatever. I, I just wanted to point that out because I thought that was funny. Um, Indeed. It was the funniest part the of the way, whole movie. <laughs> yeah, it was. I hated it, but it was funny. Um, also, too, I wanted to point out that Butcher ate the Phillips sister's hair um, when she was trying to comb her hair or whatever. Yeah. Uh, after, after Lurch did the um, uh, CPR or whatever, or just the mouth part of CPR, um, he didn't even do like the, like the chest compressions, just the mouth part. And um, he basically made out with her. Um, basically. <laughs> but she's like combing her hair and like disgusted, like about that. And then the dog showed up in her, bedroom i guess and then eat her hair and then so yeah i i need to point out all the things all the details of this movie mike so i can't let anything go so you know <clears throat> um okay it's gonna be our longest episode at like two and a half hours running. <laughs> um I, I i gotta go <laughs> no no <laughs> I'll just leave you it's here to explain movies. it. It's always the shittiest movies that get uh, like like if you go through like our, our our catalog, I can guarantee you like American Pie Bandcamp is probably like an hour long. Like all the movies they have like nothing going on in the movie itself. Somehow we talk about that more than the movies that actually have more action going on. Like <clears throat> so um anyways um so like I said before, um Walter Adams likes Gomez. He ends up posting bail for him and Morticia while they're in jail. Mm-hmm. He also helps them rescue Lurch, who then helps rescue the rest of the family. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> we we encounter Wednesday and Pugsley as they are torturing their foster family <laughs> literally yes but that's fine <clears throat> hey that kid was a jerk by the way is that kid <clears throat> he looks very familiar as playing freddy in school of rock i'm not sure if it's him but he sounds a lot like him and he acts a lot like him like a very bratty kind of arrogant type of child um what was his character in this movie his name, I don't know his name. Um, he was he was the son of of um, 
uh, you know, the family that they're. Um, oh yeah. Um, I don't know his name, but um, you know, just the arrogant kid. I don't know his name. The one that they tied up during the pinata scene. That's yeah. That's right. It was a pinata scene. I can't talk tonight. Pinata, whatever. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Pinata. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they, he was being a jerk to them, so they tied him up and they made him the pinata. So that was cool. And yeah, I'll have to look that up during our one of our breaks to find out okay. if uh, if he was uh, in School of Rock. Um. So, uh, then, in this glorious film, they are, yeah, they, like you said, they're tying him up. Um, so, basically, then uh, Pugsley and Wednesday are reunited with their family. Yay! Yeah. Then, the Adams family strap Philip into his own electric chair. <laughs> and allow his patients to torture him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to repeat that. <laughs> they allow his patients to torture him. I mean, I know he's the villain of the of the piece. <clears throat> but where are the other like people in this building? that could protect this guy. I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe he sent everyone else home because he knew he was going to break the law by trying to kill Uncle Fester. Because that was supposed to be, I guess, I imagine, to be an electroshock therapy machine. Yeah. I don't know. It looked pretty old school for that to really be an accurate um, you know, depiction of what that would be, but whatever. So Fester, of course, likes it. He, you know, it's like well, yeah. tingling or whatever. It's like pickles him. He wants more, you know, because he's used to, I guess, shocking himself with like millions of volts of electricity. But aren't we all? Whatever. Yeah, I guess. Um, I I do that. Right. I do that every morning to wake myself up. Well, that's good. But then again, I work third shift, so I don't know why I'm doing that in the morning. Yeah, it's probably a bad thing to do it in the morning, but. Um, <laughs> Cause then you can't sleep. So uh, yeah, <coughs> I haven't God, slept, I, haven't, I haven't slept in ten years because I electrocute oh, wow. myself every day just to get myself wow. more energy. <laughs> get so much done during. The, no, wait, no, I don't. Anyways, yeah. um, so <laughs> the, so um, yeah, what happens next? Um. <laughs> Who knows? Okay, anyways, eventually the family returns to their mansion. And uh, yeah. they end up leaving the grandparents, who are now completely normal, <laughs> in the care of Philip's wife. <clears throat> I don't get this. Anyways, um, <laughs> right, I forgot about that. Yeah. Because they're eating dinner or something like that. And. <laughs> What the hell? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The, well, weren't they at dinner with them though, as well? Like they had dinner together? Yeah. I, no. No. I don't think the Adams family was there. It was just the. Oh, gran it was just okay. the grandparents. Um. Yeah. Um. Anyways, according to this, Wednesday then amuses herself with lighting fireworks, while uh, Pugsley seems mel uh, melancholy, and um. 
Gomez asks him if he misses Gina, but Pugsley is instead sad because he forgot his Siberian firecracker back in the Foster's family's house. At this point, the firecracker is revealed to have been a nuclear weapon. Uh, And the Adams family, you know, basically witnesses something in the distance that looks like, you know, Nagasaki or something. And, um... So a Siberian... (laughs) So I'm guessing, like, a Soviet Union warhead or something Probably. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so 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 they're wis- witnessing this, you know, Hiroshima or uh, Nagasaki in the distance, and um, that was caused by it. So and and then the, the and then the level. funniest line in the whole movie is Morticia comments that a nuclear winter is swiftly approaching. Yep, which is not so funny anymore <laughs> because. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then they kiss Gomez and Morticia, and our story finally ends. Matt, it ends. There's an end finally, to this fucking movie. This fucking piece of shit. No, it doesn't end. Though you're wrong because then we're now exposed to the worst rendition ever of the Adams Family theme song as the the credits roll. Oh yeah, so, the the um really bad 90s hip-hop version of the song. Like, a wannabe Bobby... What's his name? Bobby McFerrin? Um, yeah, like a really bad version. It's, 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 it's like a jazz, hip-hop fusion in a bad way, not in a good way. It doesn't make any sense either because of the fact that, like, like it, it doesn't, like... Like, with the whole vibe of the whole movie, like, it just, like I can understand if they were, like, trying to, like... If you know what I mean, like it was just like it was like for one thing, like every single the character was just white. I don't think there was even a single black person in this movie. Um, but but but, but but uh, but in defense, one of the theatrical movies, I don't know who was the first or the second, MC Hammer did the did the the Adams Family song for the uh, so maybe they were trying to like, but 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 it wasn't like the a, theme song, but it was kind of but it was a really good song actually. Okay. It was uh. So they probably, yeah. probably like hire like some shitty, you know, like band to like. <laughs> no offense, but because I, I'm a I'm a wannabe musician, so whatever I shouldn't be yeah. trashing other musicians, but, but. Yeah, I mean, but but honestly, look up the look up the uh the the, the MC Hammer, Adams Family song. I can't remember what it's called, but it's brilliant. I actually like it. Anyways, um, the Adams Family. Anyways, um, it's really good. I can't remember what it's exactly called, and cool. I'm too lazy to look it up. Anyways, well, it's, probably um, better than, it's probably better than Vanilla Ice's, you know, uh, Ninja Rap from. I don't know, you know. man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That is the greatest Ninja Rap song ever. Yeah, Vanilla Ice, man. <clears throat> but anyways, we should make. There should be another one called chocolate. <clears throat> What's the opposite of ice water? Cho- chocolate, chocolate, water. Chocolate, <laughs> chocolate fire. No, chocolate fire. <laughs> well, uh, that sounds like almost like a like a jazz fusion album from like Chick Corea or something like that. Yes, Scientology sucks. <laughs> Sorry. <no. laughs> 
<laughs> he's a Scientologist. Oh, was he? Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, that was yeah. a random aside. Um, <laughs> dude, he is. He actually wrote like these weird jazz fusion albums. Yeah, specifically for L. Ron Hubbard. Like, I don't even think he even released those. Like, he just he he recorded those like records like specifically for him to listen to. Like, his ears only. Like. Like that's wild. Like you're a musician, and like you're literally just like recording material for like one person. Like you're not selling them to like you know the mass audience or whatever. Well, it's like that. Uh, it's like that Wu Tang album that that uh, yeah. that that douchebag bought. I was just thinking that yeah, it's yeah. exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's like my personal album <laughs> for my favorite musicians. Like God, that's like that's so arrogant like. yeah <laughs> <clears throat> anyways do you want to take another break here matt and uh we'll come yeah, back with some uh I'll, I'll give us some nice little trivia and maybe a couple of reviews of this glorious film that we just watched <laughs> or whatever and talked about <laughs> okay we'll be right back folks It's the ninja from the Ask the Angry Ninja Show saying, come listen to the show. We got the ninja wife to give you your movie reviews. We got the conscript to give you the ninja news. And we got the battle to talk about your sports. And as always, it is the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. So ask me a question. We'll give you the ninja knowledge you need for your ninja life. Search for us anywhere you get your podcast from. Just search for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show and enjoy the show and we are back anyways um so uh here's some trivia about this glorious film I don't know how many times I'm going to call this a glorious film. Um, (laughs) So um, Christopher Lloyd and Angelica Houston turned down the offers to reprise their roles of Uncle Fester and Morticia Adams. Mm -hmm. Probably a good idea. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Carol... uh, Stryken, who played Lurch, and Christopher Harp, who played Thing, are the only cast members to appear in all three Adams Family movies. Mm. Um, John Astin, the original Gomez from the 60s TV series, was offered the role of Grandpa Adams. Eventually, he uh, did play Grandpa Adams in two episodes of The New Adams Family, which was kind of the continuation of this movie as a TV series on the Family yeah. Channel. Um Nicole uh, Fugare, who played Wednesday Adams, appeared again as Wednesday Adams in the New Adams Family, which came out in 1998, um, which was the TV series. Um, Barry uh, Sodenfeld, who directed the first two Adams Family movies, was unable to return due to scheduling conflicts with Men in Black. A much better movie. Um, <laughs> it doesn't say that. I'm just adding that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Robert uh, Kirshner, one of the uh, screenwriters, had previously previous experience in writing direct-to-video sequels. He had scripted sequels for various film series, including Blood Fist, The Unborn, Caged Heat, Carnosaur, and Casper. 
<laughs> Saban Entertainment had purchased the home video production rights to the Adams Family brand in order to take advantage of the direct-to-video market. They produced this film to uh, serve as a pilot for their planned television series, The New Adams Family. Um, even though they recast like everybody but Wednesday. Um, <clears throat> the basic idea of the film has the eccentric Adams family um, interacting with the normal Adams family with the one D. Uh, the main twist is that the um, the Adams family with one D are depicted as far more devious, um, conniving, and evil than the Adams family. Right. Saban Entertainment intended this film to be primarily aimed at an audience of children instead of attracting an adult audience. I don't even think this is smart enough for children. Um, um, Ed Begley Jr., who is a dedicated environmentalist, um, refused to wear any animal-based clothing such as leather. Um, This caused problems for the film's costuming department. I don't know why that would cause problems because there are plenty of clothes not made out of leather. Um, Yeah. So uh, according to director Dave Payne, he felt that Gomez should be played weird. He rejected the Latin Lothario characterization associated with Raul Julia's version of the character. Um. Ed Bigley Jr. plays Dr. Philip Adams, the film's main antagonist. He had difficulty playing a character depicted as an old tennis pro as he had no idea how to play tennis. (laughs) The director had to disguise Begley's uh, inability to play the sport. Um, The film has been released on VHS and Laserdisc, but reportedly has never been released on DVD. Laser disc. Wow. Yeah. Um, Dave Payne, the director, was unhappy with the film's theme song, which we were as well. Um, he had initially arranged a dark and edgy version of the theme song to be used in the opening sequence, but Saban replaced it with a doo wop. Yeah, it was kind of a doo wop hip hop re- rendition. Yeah. By the group uh, Straight Vocals, which is. Spelled S T R A T E V O C A L Z. Um, well, you know pay- what? Yeah, go ahead. I would love to cross the bearing straight to get away from that song. So and their vocals. Yes. Um, no offense. Sorry. Yeah. Payne <laughs> described the group as some boy band in bright fluorescent colored shirts which he felt was wrong for the film. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the trivia for the movie. Um, would you like me to read some user reviews here, Matt? Yes, I would. Okay. Hold on a second. Okay. Good. Here we go with a one star review. Hmm. <laughs> The headline is "Ack!" Exclamation point by Gore Ripper. And this was written in on August twenty seventh of two thousand. Um, 
Poor old Raul Julia would be spinning in his grave like a rotisserie chicken if he had if he could see what had become of the Adams Family series. <clears throat> Along with the Super Mario Brothers, this is this would undoubtedly be one of the most appalling major studio films ever to appear. Made for video or not, there's no excuse to make movies which suck so utterly. It's <clears throat> painful to watch them all the way through. Um when my former housemate borrowed this one evening, evening I watched it like a rubbernecker gawks at a road accident. Um, an adequate cast struggles desperately with an idiotic script, playing characters made familiar by other people far more convincingly. Um, Nicole uh, Fugre couldn't begin to come close to Christina Ricci's Wednesday if she uh, lived to be a million only Tim Curry has any sparkle, but he could ham up the phone book and make it work. <coughs> Tur- <laughs> Turkey with a capital T. <laughs> okay. Um, here's uh, another one-star review. Poor attempt at a sequel, and this is from Ken109 from November 5th of 1998. The first two Adams films... Uh, whoa, what was that? <laughs> The first two Adams Family films were true. That was just my phone making oh. a buzzing phone. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought I thought maybe the the phone was rejecting my reading. No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first two Adams Family films were true to the original Adams Family comics. This film bears no relation to the original in spirit or concept. It's pathetic. It's a it's a pathetic attempt to cash in on an established and recognized name. Silly slapstick. Okay. All right. I uh, the okay. Here's another one out of ten star. This one's written by Wraith on uh, May twenty seventh of two thousand one. The headline is "Kill Yourself Now." <laughs> um, this movie has basically nothing to re- recommend in it. The writers bear the heaviest burden for this dog. I'm generally a fan of Tim Curry, Daryl Hannah, and both the movie and TV original Adams Family shows. This movie was an embarrassment to anything related to the Adams Family. Tim, Cur- <laughs> Tim Curry appears to have been um, pressed into a bad Raul Julia impersonation rather than allowed to find his own style. Daryl Hannah and the rest just don't seem to have been given anything to work with. And neither have you, the viewer. This movie reeks. But if you're reading this, you've probably already found that out for your found that out to your sorrow. Um, yep. Yep. I'm looking for a good review. And guess what, Matt? What? I'm not finding many or any. You didn't even find like a 10 out of 10, which there's always someone that just thinks the movie is like the best movie of all time. Like The highest I found so far is a four. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Oh, here's a six. Okay, now we're cooking. Okay, here gas. we go. Yes, we are. Or, or <laughs> with kerosene um <laughs> i don't know which is better to cook with anyways um <laughs> um here's a six out of ten the headline is not as bad as all that 
I don't know if they're talking about it not being as bad as the TV series, all that, but I'm not <laughs> really sure. But um, okay. Anyways, um, this is from P person. Okay. That's P P E R S O N. So I'm just gonna call them P person. <laughs> the worst superhero ever. <laughs> Tune in weekly for the adventures of P Person. <laughs> Putting out fires with his P. Anyways, um <laughs> Okay. Alright. Not as bad as all that. Um I have to admit that I was dubious when I bought it and found it much more like the TV show than the theatrical films in mood. <clears throat> uncle which I'm going to point out they spelled wrong they called him <laughs> Uncle Fenster <laughs> instead of Fester in particular appeared much more someone to laugh at as I watched it I found this Morticia nowhere near as good as Angelica Houston's the children of fine Fenster not serious enough but when Gomez stepped out onto the tennis court he was Gomez. Tim Curry had a very hard act to follow, Raul Julius Gomez, but he did it very well indeed, and Fenster turned out to be fine as well. Once I got used to his new persona, still, it is clearly aimed at children, and clearly not a sequel to the other two. No pubert, no dementia. And it has that indefinable miasma of direct-to-video production, hence the not-so-high rating. <laughs> they used the word miasma in their review, and they still got the name of one of the main characters wrong. <laughs> Just want to point out, they used the word miasma. <laughs> <laughs> How many times in your life have you used the word miasma? <laughs> and you weren't talking about the fact that you had asthma. Me, yeah, miasma. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, um, let me see if I can find any more uh, beautiful reviews. <clears throat> Um. Yeah, I'm trying to find any good ones here, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one. Not bad, not great. This is from Mike359, and just wanted to let you know that's not me. This was from <laughs> October 12th of 1998. Oh, oh yeah. I'm a huge fan of the first two Adams films, and I was really looking forward to this film. <clears throat> However, I had a mixed reaction. Tim Curry was fine in the role of Gomez, but he was no Raul Julia. I also liked Daryl Hannah as Morticia. What a babe. <laughs> Smiley face. Um, <laughs> However, Uncle Fester's character was annoying, and so was Granny's. I liked the girl who played Wednesday, and Lurch wasn't bad. 
I think the main problem with it is that if you have <clears throat> seen one of the previous two films, you can't help thinking how great they were and how much better the previous cast was. All in all, a decent rental, but it should not have been made. Okay. It's true. Anyways. Um, oh, wow. Ooh, 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 ooh. I found a 9 out of 10. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's Let's a, do it. It's a great ride written by Mitch Newfield on May 8th of 2001. I was nervous when I picked this one up. I directed Video Adams Family, question mark. But I was very surprised. Sure, the budget was small. Sure, the digital effects weren't perfect. Um, sure, a few performances were weak. Some of the kid actors were so wooden they must have cast them in a lumber yard. Ha ha ha. <laughs> um, but I was almost immediately won over. There was a certain spirit and charm to the style. The filmmakers would stop at nothing to try for a laugh or a thrill. They chose a course with style and went with it, holding nothing back. <laughs> if you're not all hung up on the bigger budget Adams movies, I recommend this one. It's a great ride. <laughs> Is it? I mean, it, it's like you, you know those uh, those old timey cars you can drive at some amusement parks like Cedar Point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like that compared to like uh, like I don't know, like the Magnum at Cedar Point or the Hulk at mm -hmm. Universal Studios or some you know like actual roller coaster <clears throat> it's like the yeah it's like the um <clears throat> like the roller coaster that like you don't for people that, who don't like roller coasters like oh i just gotta just go in this little car thing and just kind of you know it's kind of like a carousel almost but maybe, maybe a little bit more you know so advanced. so so it's like the adams family movie for people that don't like adams family movies yeah but this person likes it, so I don't know. And um, it's yep. a great ride. Man. It's a great ride. Yep, sure is. Lots of backflips ride. Oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> One day, we're gonna create a Tim Curry Adams Family ride for like Cedar Point <laughs> or Universal <laughs> Studios or something, and it's going to be mm -hmm. um just backflips. Just backflips, or we can. <clears throat> Purchase the land where Geauga Lake used to be and just recreate Geauga Lake. That's an Ohio reference right there. So yes. um, nobody outside of Ohio probably Maybe will understand. We could we could create our Adams Family amusement park. Yeah. You can get electrocuted. <laughs> Actually it'll just be the Adams Family reunion. <clears throat> amusement yeah. park. We're gonna have no 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 references to the comic strips, no references to the sixties TV show or the Raul Julia movies. Just to this movie. This <laughs> one yep. It's a so, very yeah, niche amusement park. <laughs> yep. 
There's a ride where you turn into a dog and you get to eat hair. And you have to eat the hair, though, in order yeah. to get the... So you got to choke it down, drink a lot of water or soda with it, and also, too, for the... That'll like, that that'll be our, our our refreshments at the at the refreshment stand. Yeah, be, refreshment be stand, and also maybe a racks restaurant. You know, because I'm obsessed with racks lately for some reason. Like I've been reading the whole history of racks. Okay. For some reason, um, so we'll just put one of them in. There. Yeah, so we'll put our racks. After after the pandemic, Matt, we should go to a racks restaurant. Well. I, I I promised my niece uh, we would do a road trip eventually to drive all the way to Lancaster, Ohio, which is a three hour drive one way from from Sylvania. Nice. And um, <laughs> and there's there's two others. There's one in Ironside, or but I don't feel comfortable going to a town called Ironside. It sounds like really rough um, town. So like <laughs> I don't want to like get the shit kicked out of me by a bunch of like Trump supporters or something like that. Cause that's what it sounds like. Ironside, Ohio. Well, just that's what it sounds like. Like, you know, it doesn't sound like a nice, you know, it sounds like town. the hometown of Michael Ironside. And, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's, anyways, yeah. anyways, I, I'm, yeah. I'm really hoping that we, we have our racks restaurant in our, in our nice little, uh, backflip yeah. ri- roller coaster. <laughs> and, um, It'll just be called the backflip. <laughs> yep. The, the, the Gomez, the Gomez black backflip, and um, all it is is just it like just puts you like in a bungee thing, just forces you to do backflips for like ten minutes. And and I will tell you, I think they missed something in this movie. Okay, so you have this character, cousin it, you know, mm-hmm. who is just hair. Yeah. Why didn't the dog eat him? <clears throat> Well, I think at one point he did try to, didn't he? Oh, okay, yeah. But they they should have just know. they should have just know, fed cousin it to the dog. I mean, who cares? Yeah. yeah. Well, then they wouldn't have cousin it anymore. So then, you know, is he really integral to the plot? Well, they're okay with killing the mail carrier. <laughs> yeah. Um, which they didn't kill because I guess he came back to deliver the mail. But then we forgot all about the 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 people that got stuck at the the mansion. Uh, those people, because there was a few scenes of them trying to escape. Oh yeah, the mansion. Which they really they, they were they thing. were like a couple annoying yuppies, and um, that's all they were. Yeah, yeah, they were just a bunch of these pieces of shit people. But um, yeah, and uh, and then you know, Grandma or Granny, whatever her name is, um, um, Adams was like pretending to like them, but taunting them at the same time, like playing cards with them and stuff like that, and they. <clears throat> They had a little thing like break this for fleeing guests or something like that, like a hammer. Oh, that's right, too, because she breaks open the door and goes, "Here's Granny." Oh God, I hated that scene so much. I was like, I wanted to throw my phone like when I saw that. Yeah, but you don't want to do that to your phone. No, no, but I wanted to though because yeah. that was terrible. And then they went, <clears throat> they went to an escape thing. But then once they got there, then the rest of the thing was revealed and it was escaping into the, the swamp area of the um, property, I guess. Um, yeah. You got to talk about how they make their money because that's a really interesting question. They got all this land and the house is pretty big. I mean, it's like it's like a big what? house, like a castle almost. Like, what is Gomez's job? What does he do? Because he, he was able to just drop five grand 
like it was nothing. Again, 1998 money here. That I that's know. like you know, that's like ten thousand or fifteen thousand now. Just like that. Like no problems, like like not even a second thought, like, oh maybe we should save this or invest it. Like, nope. Straight up, here's the check. Send me the mail of my you know, my relatives or whatever. Oh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> okay. It's not mentioned in this movie, but I looked it up. I was like, I just did a Google search. What's Gomez Adams' job? Mm-hmm. He's an attorney. What? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> wow, they're always at home all the time. Does he work from home? Is this pre-COVID and he was already working from home? Like, what? Yeah, he... he... He studied law and was voted most likely to never pass the bar. It is noted okay. that Gomez has never won a case. He has never lost one either. What? So I guess he's never practiced? Although he rarely practices, he boasts having put many criminals behind bars while acting as their defense attorney. Okay. <clears throat> I guess that's supposed to be funny, but it still doesn't dem- does, does, does not explain the money you know issue of like you know mm-hmm. how do you own all this property which is a lot a lot of land um house is big got like 18 people living in the house all extended family you got a hand that obviously needs some kind of nutrition i don't know what like maybe soap or something i don't know but um okay so so this got- this is another thing um They, it looks like they got rich from like real estate. Okay, there you go. Yeah, like they bought some. Uh, according to this, they bought some. Uh, mm. Oh, and they they also bought some other things. Like they they. Uh, one example, he is given a swamp that he bought for science value, and it turned out to have massive oil deposits. Yep. <clears throat> Another is a mummified hand he bought at a flea market that turned out to be from an Egyptian pharaoh. <laughs> According to a Forbes article, <laughs> the guest net worth of the Adams family is $2 billion. Jesus Christ. So there you go. Is it everyone's dream to buy a mummified hand? That's worth, you know, lots of money and oil reserve. I mean, so you don't have to work anymore. You can just be weird all the time. No, all, no all, the, stop you. all the mummified hands I've bought have turned out to be duds. I don't yeah, know. Well, I mean, I got close once with like a Romanian hand. Yeah. That possibly, you know, was like the hand of like a really, really, you know, um, powerful sorcerer. It was just a run, run into your will war, warlock. It wasn't, you know, that. More of like an apprentice warlock, so yeah, it wasn't really that big of a deal. So you know, see, see, I bought one that I thought was the hand of of of, of John Adams, the John Quincy Adams. I'm actually, yeah. and yeah. um, it turned out that it was a guy named John Quincy Adams with two D's, <laughs> no relation. <laughs> so yeah, I just have this fun. random, you know, mummified hand sitting, you know, yeah. on my entertainment center. It's just, you know, it's a, uh, it's great. It's unfortunate, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anything else before we uh, go here, Matt? No, just the same old shit. Every would you re- say? Would you recommend this movie to anyone? Um, <clears throat> like, I don't know. Like, if you want to make fun, I don't. It's hard. I mean, 
like the only reason why I'm able to make fun of it so badly is just because my overall mood right now. I can't really. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I watched it literally on my phone. Like that. That's that's the seriousness that I brought to this project. I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't even go to my TV to go to YouTube on there. I literally just went on YouTube with my phone and just watched it without headphones either. Just the phone speakers. Yeah. Uh, that is the best way to watch any movie. Yeah. IMAX, Schmimax, you know. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I would not recommend this movie to anyone at all. But if you are curious about it, it's free on YouTube. Just look it up. Yep. Yep. Just type in Adam's, just copy. Just type in Adam's Family Reunion and it comes right up. Yep. It's one of the yes. top top results. Um well, one of the only results, but Yeah. But I warn uh, you if you're gonna watch it, <clears throat> you're gonna have an amazing time. Well forgetting uh, an amazing time, you know, wondering why you wasted an hour and a half of your life. And um <laughs> the movie was almost ninety it was eighty seven minutes long, this whole movie. Yes. <sighs> it felt like five hours. Um it did, yeah. So until next time, folks, just remember that the worst superhero name ever is P-Person. <laughs> the worst ability ever. He just pees. <laughs> he can pee really far. So that's, that's all you can do. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.